This is Angela Hauser with your Disclosure News Online nightly newscap designed for those who want an audio roundup and a recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours or, in the case of Mondays, we review news from the weekend such as it was since it was a production weekend and there were no shootings in Harrisburg or anywhere else this time. So here's your newscap for the evening of Monday, January 19th, 2015. We learned about the wreck that occurred Friday morning just north of Olney on 1.30 a couple of hours afterwards, and we put in a call, I think, at about 11 a.m. or so, but no one at the Sheriff's Department called us back. Then, a little later in the day, when we were in Richland County, we still couldn't get info, but we learned that State worked it. So we finally got the ISP report very early Saturday morning, and here's what happened. Two individuals were injured in what State Police are describing as a head-on collision north of Olney. Information on the matter is still scant, but ISP has described in press releases that the accident that occurred in the southbound lane of Illinois Route 130 was a head-on of undetermined nature. The incident occurred at 9.07 a.m. when a red 2001 Ford Ranger being driven by an 89-year-old man from West Liberty was northbound on 130 a silver 2002 Chevrolet S10 being driven by a 24-year-old man from Yale was southbound. For undetermined reasons, the two vehicles collided in the southbound lane, causing injuries and property damage. ISP said the drivers were taken by helicopter to undisclosed hospitals with undisclosed injuries. A crash reconstructionist has been called in for the collision. We commented at the site on why ISP District 12 has suddenly stopped identifying those involved in collisions as well as not naming the hospitals, most of them taxpayer-supported, of transfer of these people, and we still don't know the answers to these questions. Apparently, though, no citations have been issued. However, I've learned from a friend that the younger man is Jonathan Woodard, and the older gentleman is James Bloomberg. We've also learned that Woodard was in extremely serious condition over the weekend and that Bloomberg isn't doing well either. So we'll try to keep you posted as to how this progresses. And then in White County, we had a situation of riding dirty when a couple of people who should know better were road tripping and crashed. According to Illinois State Police again, this is District 19, not 12. Two people involved in a crash Saturday evening in rural White County have been cited. The single vehicle accident occurred at approximately 6.36 p.m. on White County Road 1375 East at County Road 800 North, Saturday, January 17th. According to ISP, a green 1998 Dodge Ram pickup being driven by Stephen C. Nyhouse, 57, of Carmi, was northbound on White County Road 1375 East, approaching the intersection with White County Road 800 North. Troopers say Nyhouse failed to reduce sufficient speed to negotiate the T-intersection, causing the truck to exit the roadway to the north and enter a large ditch. The front of the Dodge pickup truck struck the north ditch embankment. There was one passenger in the car, Shelley L. Burnett, age 57, of Carmine. Nyhouse was cited for driving under the influence, illegal transportation of alcohol, failure to reduce speed to avoid a crash, and failure to wear a seatbelt. Burnett was cited for illegal transportation of alcohol, 
failure to wear a seatbelt, and possession of cannabis, less than 2.5 grams. Nyhouse was transported by White County Ambulance Service to an area hospital for treatment of injuries sustained in the crash. Burnett refused treatment at the scene. Moral of the story here, don't drink and drive. And if you're just so stupid that you have to, leave your pot at home. Or at least don't have a wreck if you can't do that. And that's about it for the weekend stuff. Nothing going on today, both of which is why we were able to get this new issue done so quickly this weekend and why we're going to be up and at them in the morning to get that issue to you. We've got stuff on the front page of this issue that no one else dares to have. We have stuff on the inside that no one else dares to have. We always have the stuff no one else dares to have because, well, it happened. Why mainstream news still wants to deliver the watered-down version to you after all this time is a complete mystery to us, but that's why we're still in business, and that's no mystery. So if you have an online membership to the e-edition, get to clicking. If you don't, well, get to clicking on that too. Day passes are $2.99 for a 24-hour period. A full month is only $5.99. And in case you haven't noticed these past four months... We've been striving to produce two issues per month as frequently as we can. There's just too much investigative material to dig into, and we're doing it. So you need to read it. Deliveries start tomorrow. So if you want a print version, head on out to your nearest vendor and grab one up. I can promise you, these are going to go quickly. And with the e-edition, we don't do reprints anymore. Hopefully, I'll be back here tomorrow night. Be watching for delivery posts tomorrow on all social networking platforms. This has been Angela Hauser with your January 19th Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscap. <laughs>